Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Singer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are kind of doing, or today I should say even, because this is a special Fearless Generation where we are going live at 3 p.m. and not 9 p.m. So we hope that maybe some of you will actually be able to get on the call with us or at least listen. Um, And we're going to be doing kind of something special today where we're kind of just going over um, all of the steps between 1 and 10 and kind of seeing what might be coming up for um, us or if you call in for you and, um, you know, just having some fun with the, the first 10 steps. And so um, I'm excited to, uh, to introduce my beautiful co-host. How are you doing today, Terry? I'm doing dandy. So glad to hear your voice and that you're a-okay. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that, but yes. Mm. Um, yes, it is good to hear your voice as well And we are also super excited to bring on the show for the first time today um, One of our favorite uh, fearless living coaches from our community Christine Flynn, how are you doing today, Christine? I'm doing great, Kelly and Terry And hello to all your listeners I'm so excited to be here with you all Yes, we're excited to have you And um This year, we have been kind of focusing in on tools. So when we're going over the the ten, excuse me, when we're going over the ten steps, um, we kind of, excuse me, um, we kind of want to be um, tool focused. And so uh, to start it off, Christine, what is one of your um, what is one of your favorite tools? One of my well, I have several. I think one of my yeah. favorites is, I think, something that in our fearless living community we consider a staple and one of the foundational ones, and that is writing acknowledgments. I think mm-hmm. for me personally, they have been incredibly powerful, not only to recognize where I have stepped out of my comfort zone and where the neuroscience shows us and that the neuropathways are changing in that way, that It actually gives us, when we write them down, too, a record of all the steps that we have taken. And to be able to look back, whether it's a month later, six months later, has been really empowering and incredible to see how much I've evolved and come back. And the same for all of my clients as well. We use that too. Love acknowledgments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I love acknowledgments too. And it's it's cool because acknowledgments kind of – play into almost all of the steps that we've done this far. And so, um, you know, awareness, you have to be aware of what's going on and what you're doing and what you're accomplishing and then willing to write them down and connecting with yourself and being compassionate with yourself, holding yourself accountable, um, you know, being in the present moment. Um, all of those um, all of those can play into uh, into acknowledgments, you know, even – possibilities and intuition and definitely trust. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think acknowledgments are a great tool and um, definitely one that I, um, that I access um, regularly as well. 
Terry, how do you feel about acknowledgments? Yeah, acknowledgments absolutely are one of my go-to strategies. In fact, I just met with a client for lunch uh, today, and she lives out of state but happened to be visiting, so I was able to connect with her face-to-face. And that was one of the things that, that she shared with me, that by acknowledging herself and by being able to take small steps and to break down her her risks into stretches and then acknowledge those stretches, that that had probably been the most uh, supportive thing that, that she had done since we've been working together for several months. And and so that just reinforces to me the importance of acknowledgments. And I know that's that's been my go-to strategy and tool almost all year is, is acknowledgments as well as gratitudes. And being able to keep that gratitude journal, which includes the acknowledgments, to see where you are, to recognize and be aware of your growth. And I think that's what keeps us coming back uh, to fearless living and to to the tools is the awareness that we are growing and that our life is changing and that we are making the baby steps turn into giant steps. I always think of Mother May I, because I don't know if our kids, my grandkids have ever played Mother May I, but I played it all the time as a kid, and it was those baby steps that allows us to take those giant steps that keep us on our path or our journey to to our dreams and to our goals and to whom we want to be. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more with Christine that that's a powerful, powerful tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I definitely feel that it supported me. Go ahead. Uh, wanted to add for everyone because I think you know that reminder that acknowledge to acknowledge ourselves is for every like you said, Terry, every teeny tiny step, even if out of outside of our comfort zone. And whether it's a thought, doesn't have to be an action, but even having a thought that of something different that maybe you would do someday because those little tiny um, are what take us there. And even if it's six months to think about something to ultimately have the, find the support, ask the support, whatever it takes to help you move in that next direction is really valuable. Yeah. And for me, why I really have identified them as one of the key tools for me as a foundational practice is that when I would stop and, and I have had periods where I, I would think, oh, I'll just tell myself and remind myself, oh, I, you know, I did this, this feels great. And yet, when I, more and more, I realized that my daily practice of writing them really helped me focus on looking back at my day and where did I step outside my comfort zone? Because I think it's so, our comfort zone is our comfort zone is our comfort zone because that's exactly what it is. It's, it's what we do every day, who, where we are, even if it doesn't feel good, doesn't feel comfortable. And so just that reminder to challenge myself in small ways even was really important to to go back to the practice of writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the writing part is such a crucial component. When I was uh, studying and, and learning, becoming a reading specialist, one of the studies that we 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 really used as, as foundational for working with kids who were having difficulty learning to read was this writing component. 
because there's a lot of research that shows that the the muscles and the the nerves in our fingers those actually connect right to you know they connect right to our brain and that pressure that we put on the pencil mm-hmm. or the pen or whatever we're using to write uh, those, that makes those thoughts actually travel through our neural system into our brain and so it's another I don't know another confirmation or validation of how important it is to write those down, not just to speak them, but to write them down as well. Mm-hmm. And that's why the journal becomes so foundational in, in helping us move forward is that is another neural connection that helps our brain. And we know that our brain has to be told over and over in, in order for it to store that information. So by writing down those acknowledgements, we're just strengthening that neural pathway that allows us to uh, acknowledge ourselves rather than beat ourselves up. And that's so important. Mm-hmm. And actually bring mm-hmm. about change. And and I, I would, for me, I would also love to add, I, it's not actually a, a tool, but in, for me personally, it's I consider it part of my toolbox. And it's actually one of the steps that you've talked about already on the pathway of change. And I love that you've offered all of these steps to your listeners and are, are kind of going back and reviewing. But what I'd really like to add in is compassion. And especially in those days and around acknowledgments, because in looking at ourselves and thinking, well, where have I, where have I stretched myself or taken a bigger risk or even thought about maybe thinking about doing a die, whether for me it's um, taking my business to a bigger expansive growth phase or it, it might be running a marathon or even running a 5K, even walking a 5K even going to buy shoes to think about starting something where I've had so many days I've thought about doing this and yet I didn't get there. And so compassion and allowing gentleness to come that, you know, I'm, I'm working on it and it, it might be the teeny, teeny, weensiest little step. And yet that's how I'll ultimately get there. So compassion is something that I think oftentimes many people forget about giving it to ourselves, and, and for me, that's also foundational. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, I think that all of the steps really work together very well with each other, um, and they can, you can definitely consider um, compassion to be a tool because I think it's something that you definitely have to access, um, especially if it's something that you're not used to giving yourself or 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 giving others, um, you know, it, it's something that you, you'll have to define for yourself and something you'll have to, you know, um, cultivate and, and practice. So I definitely think that you can uh, call that a, a tool as well. Um, and I love that you brought it up because I think that um, compassion is very important and it ties into each one of the steps as well. It's, it's cool how they all work together like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think of compassion as being a warm blanket that just kind of goes over everything, you know. It's mm-hmm. um, it's my essential nature, and that means it's a thing that I've denied myself the most in my life as I was struggling to to love myself with compassion. And so every day in my in my gratitude journal, I write an intention, and my intention always con- contains for me personally because it's my my journey is that I'll have compassion that I'll have compassion, but at the same time that I'll be honest and accountable 
to myself first and then to others, and that really serves me. And I know other people have different blanket intentions, but for me, that sends me out in the morning with compassion being my filter, and that makes mm-hmm. a huge difference in the way that I I present myself in the in the world and in my space. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree yeah. with you, Terry. I think that the the starting out i it, compassion actually is my essential nature also and and i know part of my own journey uh, uh, to become a certified fearless living coach and and being introduced to the concept of compassion for myself was really foreign and i actually grew up being i would others thought i was a very compassionate person and i was to everyone else um however <laughs> i i really did not connect to that. And I, I think as I have continued on my journey more and more, I really, my own personal belief and experience is that, especially in the world today where people are, are so um, hard on, on others and with the differences not being as accepted, that I, I really think a lot of it comes from within first. And we're in such a busy, busy world with all of the the technology and everything kind of thrown at us. It's very easy to start living life outside of ourselves, and and that's what I found. So the, to be able to have a place to come back to yourself and really be gentle and and forgiveness is part of the path too. I think it, that mm-hmm. helps growth and promotes more and but absolutely I agree with you starting the day with compassion for yourself and and being able to look at others with that also supports the other steps too like around connection and 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 that all helps us grow and and um, present moment is actually another step on the path of change and yet I that's also I consider that a tool along with compassion and just being because to be present and look at compassion for oneself kind of brings you to that place of just stopping for moments and connecting with yourself. And yeah. then that yeah. supports growth with others. Yeah, I like what you said, especially mm-hmm. um, how, how we look at others, because we're, we're kind of uh, going in and out of a lot of different uh, strategies and components and concepts and fearless living and tying them to to these 12 steps because when you were talking, it just flashed into my mind seeing innocence in others is also a form of compassion. And um, mm-hmm. I, for myself, I thought I was pretty compassionate when I learned what compassion meant for me to have compassion for myself. I, I sort of, it, it deepened my understanding of having compassion for others because I think a lot of my compassion for others was, a need to be accepted and a need to feel good about myself rather than true compassion. And mm-hmm. now that I need to have compassion for myself, when I have compassion for others, it's a whole different feeling. It's much mm-hmm. more um, focused on love and, and seeing others innocence and looking at people in a whole different, a whole, like a whole new set of uh, rose colored glasses, I guess, but it just helps mm-hmm. me to, the authenticity of compassion for others comes when I authentically love myself and have compassion for myself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I find that 
having compassion for myself and learning that skill, and it is actually not selfish at all. It's it's oh. a gift that we all deserve, and that the ability to have compassion for others, I have found also has deepened like you, and that it, also, it really becomes a natural byproduct. It's a very natural thing that happens mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. when I can be more compassionate with myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. I think that um, all of the tools really play well with each other. Uh, you know, like present moment, like we've talked present moment, we've talked compassion, we've talked um, you know, intention is a huge tool and also one of the steps, right? So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, um, you know, for me, like for Terry, her main thing is compassion and my main thing is trust. And that's been, you know, what we've been talking about the most this month, obviously, because it's the step, uh, the step this month. And I mm-hmm. always find that I, um, when I go over the, when we go, when we do trust that I, I always, my understanding of it expands and my um, willingness to do it expands. And I think that that definitely happened this month. And I think that that's super cool. You know, that's why we can do, you know, these steps over and over and over again. And we're always going to get something new from them or, you know, we get deeper, we, you know, more expansive and, um, you know, and as we, as our understanding of these steps uh, grows, so does, um, our ability to use the tools and, and the, you know, our abilities to, you know, be on a fearless path, right. Which is the Mm -hmm. goal of, for all of us. Um, hopefully that's the goal for all of us, I guess (laughs) that's my goal. Um, and what I, you know, would like for our listeners is that these tools and these steps are helping them to, um, be a, be on their path and to, um, you know, be able to be on their path with, you know, less fear, less stress, less, you know, um, feeling stuck and that they, um, as they acknowledge themselves and as they stay present and as they access that compassion and as they trust themselves, you know, they will continue to, um, you know, making good decisions or making good decisions for them, um, you know, setting boundaries and all the things that come with being on a fearless path. Be, become a little easier for them. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I I there particularly uh-huh. love. Go ahead. Oh, go, oh well, I was just going. I love that I'm on your show on the night to be able to get to talk about all ten so far because I I think when I first was exposed to all of this work and thinking of it that they came sequentially, and, and while they do come sequentially, at the same time, we can really, like you, you were saying, they all have an interplay, and yet we can go to one and maybe see where that supports us more, or maybe there's more, I've found where there's more room for growth or something that has felt harder to do than others. Mm-hmm. And trust, actually, that, I think that, that involves a more complex um, layering, I think, of, of it, like it's easier said than done, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, perhaps all of them are to some extent easier said than done, and yet everyone is so unique, is unique. 
so it will be different for everyone what com- feels like it comes easier. Um, so I, I really love that we can actually go to any of them and explore, and maybe even that's a little bit out of the comfort zone, Something, one of the steps on the path that might feel a little bit more challenging, like really just take some time and, and again, allow yourself to have compassion, even at the start of it, that it might be a little bit more challenging. So I do that as well, kind of in and out, yeah. different steps. I think that, yeah. that is so important. That's so important because I think that each one of these steps, just it opens up another window. Every time you're willing to take a risk and look deeper in how they apply to yourself, to your relationships, to your your work, to your, um, you know, how you take up space in the universe, as, as you apply those more deeply, it's risky and you're, because you're being vulnerable and yet it's such a, it's such a sometimes exhausting but exhilarating journey <laughs> to look mm-hmm. deep into your soul and really, it, you know, I guess it's study and research. I don't know. I, I get out of my head sometimes. I just, it just is a feeling of such satisfaction when you come to a new level of understanding on how that applies to a new situation or to a new relationship, to a new opportunity, and it takes on a whole new meaning. And so all of a sudden, compassion, oh, my gosh, this is a place that I can explore compassion as well, or this is a place where I can make a connection that I never saw a connection before. And so it's so expansive as you continue to apply these principles, these steps, to your life to where they become your way of thinking and then it just opens it's like boom you know it opens another another chapter another vista of how those can impact your life and i think this is our third year kelly or fourth year of is looking at year? these yeah our fourth year of looking at these and there's just so much more depth of understanding because we've been willing to take a risk and continue looking deeper into how they affect us as human beings, and then how we affect others. Yes. I, as you're talking, Terry, I'm imagining for those who have iPhones, and maybe they're on Androids too, but in the last, I don't know, six months or so, I think they created that little icon with the little brains kind of exploding. And, well. <laughs> um, and, and I, when I saw that, I thought, oh, my gosh, that they created this for me. And because that's how I feel. It's, it's so it's so exciting and exhilarating and to be on this journey and I think you know as we we all start out in life nobody thinks oh I think I'm gonna as I get older I'm gonna be on a journey of personal growth and yet I think maybe personal growth come out of having things in our life that are not working and hopefully everybody has an opportunity to to kind of find a crossroads where that inspires them to want to, because I really believe, I mean, everybody deserves to have the life that they desire and want to live and really know and understand themselves. And, and this has just been so supportive through what fearless living offers overall. And, and then even just the pathways of change that you're doing is it incorporates so much of it. It's really part of that beautiful journey. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think I think probably everybody comes to some kind of crossroads in their life. Um, I think that's kind of um, what life's about. But yeah, I think that it it's 
I think that it's so important that when we come to those times, you know, um, we have, basically we have two choices. We can either, um, you know, learn from it, right, and grow and move forward, or we can let it weigh us down. And at any point, we can choose to move forward, you know, even if mm-hmm. for the last 20 years we've decided to let it weigh us down um, and mm-hmm. and to feel stuck by it and to feel trapped by it or victimized by it or whatever, we can choose differently at any point and, yeah. and um, you know, seek out those, um, those voices that speak to us and, and move forward. I, I mean, I looked for a lot of things before I found fearless living and I just feel that what I, what I like to say is I feel that, uh, Rhonda's spirit spoke to my spirit and it was, um, it was almost an, an instant, like, this is it. This is what's going to support me in in moving forward and getting the help that I need to um, to really live um, the life that I want to be living and that I want to be giving to my family. And and I think that's really what gave me the the courage or the permission or um, whatever it was that I was needing to take those steps forward and to pursue. Uh, learning more about fearless living, and then eventually, you know, joining the program and becoming a coach, and sticking with it this mm-hmm. whole time. It's because she continu- she continues to uh, to speak to my soul. And you know, if if Rhonda, you know, if Rhonda doesn't speak to you, there's someone out there that does. You know, I mean, all of this information is is basically the same. Um, you know, the way that she says it and the way that she designs it speaks to me. But please don't let that stop you from looking and seeking for help if it's if it if it's not exactly um, speaking to you. There are people out there that that say it differently, and um, you know, go find it, go find the help you mm-hmm. that you seek, and and step out of that comfort zone, let go, surrender, whatever it is um, that's going to support you in moving forward. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, just about two minutes left. Um, Christine, is there anything else that you would like to share before we get off the call? Well, I guess to offer something in conclusion after your beautiful um, statement there is that, yeah, I really support everyone in, in truly believing that you're never too old and it's never too late. So absolutely keep seeking, and I like to let people know that compassion fuels your soul. So that's mm-hmm. a great practice to begin or continue. Yeah, thank you. And 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 Harry? thank you for oh, inviting me to be here. Just I've really enjoyed it. And, absolutely, uh, great to speak with you. Yeah, yeah. It's a pleasure. We're so glad pleasure. to have you. Come back and join us again. Yes. Well, See, we told you it would be fun. <laughs> I will. Yes, it absolutely is. I'd love to. Thanks. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah, Terry. Love yourself. Be compassionate. Fill your own cup. Once your cup is full, then you can fill others. But until you've taken that step to love yourself, 
it's hard to authentically and genuinely love others. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. Well, I thank you so much, Christine, for being on the show today. I love everything that you um, that you said that you brought to us. Um, you know, we have a lot of fun when we're together, and I knew it would be fun on here too. <laughs> so we're really we're really grateful that uh, you were able to come on our special early show because we know um, midnight is a bit late for our, our East Coast friends, and so um, we were glad to be able to. Um, have you on this special early time um, so that we could have you with us. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I love it. Outside, I'm outside of Boston, and you're where I, I, I spent 11 years in Southern California, so maybe we have some listeners on the commute home from work. So thank you, everybody. Yeah. It's been great to be here. Yeah. Okay. Thank, thank you. Yes, everybody, until we meet with you next week. And remember, next week is going to be next month. So we will be on our 11th step, and that is passion. So let's see what that month brings, right? So thank you, everyone, and we um, are grateful for you keep coming back each week. And uh, remember, we're also um, through other sources of podcasts. You can find us on iTunes and Google Podcasts. So um Please look us up, subscribe, follow us, all that fun stuff. And if you have any questions, you can always find us easily on Facebook or at our website, which is www.fearlessgenerations.org. And until next week, be fearless, everybody. Bye. Bye.